0: Thank you, Sean. Welcome back to Cook and Joe. We're out of Studio B. Bowser Chevy in Monroeville, the studio they built just for us. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Steiner and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Social media's biggest loser, Malsy, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. And, Ron, let's go right out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Let's talk about the pending hire here, reportedly, of Arthur Smith as the new Steelers offensive coordinator. And let's chat with Brian Batko of the Post-Gazette. Brian, your initial reaction?
2: not too surprised. It it sort of seemed like it was... Trending in this direction. I mean, uh, initially it it looked like they were going to maybe cast a wider net than they did a few years ago when they hired Matt Canada. But then I started thinking, all right. After hearing Art Rooney II yesterday say it's going to be done sooner than later, and you know, three great candidates interviewed, I started wondering, all right, was this just a let's talk to the these two young up and comers, and then rubber stamp Arthur Smith <laughs> up to the job because we feel like he's the right fit for us.
3: Well, we know he had a lot of success in Tennessee running the ball, and obviously he had Derrick Henry uh, there. My concern is, you know, Tomlin said he would love to have a guy, a factor in, what's he always say, what's the word, He component, somebody to help develop a young quarterback. Is this the guy to help Kenny Pickett?
2: Well, maybe, Ron. I mean, that's not really in his background. He didn't come up as a quarterback's coach or guru or anything like that, collegiate offensive lineman, and then coached, uh, I think, various positions, mainly, like, tight ends. Um, But, you know, he certainly turned Ryan Tannehill into an efficient quarterback with his offense in in Tennessee. And I also think it's interesting. I want to say when I was at Pitt's Pro Day in 2022 and all eyes were on Kenny Pickett there, I know I saw the Falcons general manager. I know I saw their QBs coach. I think Arthur Smith was there as well. So even if he wasn't, we know they were in the quarterback market that year along with the Steelers. They ended up with Desmond Ritter because the Steelers um, took Pickett at 20 and the Falcons didn't want to go that high for him. But maybe he came into this interview and had a very uh, cogent, uh, precise plan for how he could get the most out of Pickett, given that he studied him in that pre-draft process.
0: Yeah, he was the hot coordinator candidate. Arthur Smith was three years ago. I'm looking at it right now. He was interviewed yeah. by the Jags, Jets, Chargers, Lions, Eagles, and Falcons as their, you know, their for their head coaching job. I believe at that point, right? He was the he was the guy who had had two good years with uh, with Tennessee. But I can't separate it, Brian, really, from Derrick Henry. It seems to me that was an extremely Derrick Henry centric. Offense. I was just reading. Well, I'll tell you this though,
2: Joe. uh, Henry's first three years in the league, um, he got better and better and better, but it wasn't until Smith was their offensive coordinator in 19 that he went for more than 1,100 yards. Uh, Then he had 2,027 yards the next season. So he, he was kind of part of the Henry breakout. It's just a matter of how much was that a factor of them using him the right way and scheming up the right looks versus that six foot three, 250 pound monster was going to eventually figure out the NFL one way or the other. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I lean toward option B. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not giving Arthur Smith a whole bunch of credit for Derrick Henry. I mean, last year, Derrick Henry without Arthur Smith as a 30 year old had 1,538 yards, but who knows? Maybe he schemed, maybe he schemed his way into that. It seems to me that Derek, the usage of Derrick Henry went from 176 for example in his second year to 378 in his best year under Arthur Smith so they gave him the ball 200 more times I don't know I'm I'm my reaction if I were a fan would be not very excited but it sounds like you're you're higher on the higher higher on the higher I'll say
2: this much I I don't dislike the higher I don't love the process that led them here I mean like I said at the top I thought they were going to go down more avenues uh, this this time around, I thought they were going to maybe get in front of some of these guys who were still in the playoffs, whether that's assistance from the Niners or the Chiefs, considering you can do a lot worse than coaches learning under Kyle Shanahan and, and Andy Reid. Um, it's just a little bit uninspiring to me that they, you know, they talked to three guys. Yes, there was a fourth that they wanted to try to talk to in Zach Robinson. I guess you give them half credit for that maybe not so much because Robinson just quickly jumped at an opportunity with Arthur Smith's former team in Atlanta. So I, I think this could work out. I can understand why the Steelers went with Arthur Smith. There is a lot of good on his resume, but geez, I didn't get the sense that people were beating down the door to hire Arthur Smith this time around. So what exactly was the rush when you'd only gotten three guys interviewed? Brian,
3: you were at the uh, Dan, uh, Dan Rooney, you were at the Art Rooney deal yesterday. Did he say anything that surprised you, jolted you, uh, you know, very lukewarm praise, we thought, for Pickett, um, you know, he's a competitor, he works hard, and but he did say this is a big year for him, like Tomlin said, huge year. What did you think about what Art had to say?
2: I interpreted it the same way that you guys did as far as all the Pickett stuff, and that's, generally how it's going to go with him. Anything he does say will have the perfect phrasing, the right caveat to to go with it so that it doesn't get uh, blown out of proportion. And he he usually is in the same groove as Mike Tomlin with, with all of the uh, United front type of stuff. But, um, you know, he was, he was a lot less expansive when it came down to, all right, you're impatient. You've had enough of this, your stated phraseology. And yet, it sure seems like Mike Tomlin effectively has a lifetime contract to be the head coach here. So every time the, the status of the extension that's going to happen came up or why last year we did not see an extension came up, uh, not a lot from Art on that standpoint, and I suppose that's natural. It's a business. You're still in negotiations actively, and everybody wants the most value out of that. But um, maybe it's just of those watch what I do rather than what I say situations um I still think the the Steelers Tomlin relationship I mean we've seen more of it than we're gonna see as Tomlin put it uh that that to me is kind of the looming thing over all of this above quarterback above offensive coordinator
0: and the other thing about his resume is they never really found a way to utilize B. John Robinson this year Kyle Pitts uh as the story I'm reading, he was brought in to be as an offensive guy, right? They were going to find a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. he was. The, he was the hot young coordinator, as I said, and they never did in Atlanta. They stunk. Uh, they didn't yeah, score thirty. You know, I, this I think, sounds um, like this sounds like Matt Canada stuff. <laughs> they didn't score thirty points one time this season, and then he got fired. So, I guess we're basing this really on two years in Tennessee, really one year, the second year in Tennessee. So. I'm with you too on on how could you not interview more people.
2: Yeah, I mean he did have a I think the Falcons were the third best rushing offense in the NFL 2 years ago with Tyler Allgeier and Cordero Patterson. So I mean they 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 were committed to running the ball. That's that's for darn sure. I suppose if you know, what do you always say Joe if you were a lawyer for Arthur Smith? <laughs> Defending him, you, you can go from Matt Canada's counsel to Arthur Smith's now if you really want to. He'd probably just tell you we never had the quarterback that we needed these last couple years. Marcus Mariota didn't have any left. We misevaluated Desmond Ritter. You know, it is what it is. We, we made a mistake. It was only a third-round pick, but wish we could have gotten somebody else in here. I imagine that's what would be said behind closed doors, but doesn't really give you a ton of hope when you might need to come in here and develop another quarterback who may have been overdrafted that very same year. I was just going to
3: say the same thing. Um is he going to feel better about uh you know what he has in the room here? Right now it's just pick it. I don't know, you know, maybe Tannehill will follow him here for all we know.
2: Yeah, I and mean, that would be uh that would be an interesting shadow over uh, your your third-year quarterback who you've, you know, professed still, still some confidence in, although like you guys said and like I agree with it was it was fairly tepid uh from from the team president yesterday it was always sort of a well yeah but we still believe in kenny just trust me trust me on that so um yeah i mean it's going to be a lot of play action in the arthur smith offense they were i think they were 10th in the nfl in in motion rate last year so they do a lot of that but so did matt canada (laughs) there are going to be the jokes of the steelers went from uh you know matt canada jr to matt canada senior here at least in terms of nfl experience we'll We'll see if it works out for them. Uh, maybe the, the one thing that slipped through the cracks that we should have paid more attention to yesterday in that room with, with Rooney was him basically saying we need to bring in a coordinator who can fit this roster because you can't overhaul your personnel overnight. I don't necessarily know that I agree with him. Um, I mean, I get what he's saying, but I think you can overhaul a, an offensive system and philosophy if you have players who are simply talented enough to play in really any scheme.
0: Well, I guess he can fit this roster. His quarterbacks here are just like the ones he had in Atlanta.
2: <laughs> and he's got the one-two punch at, at running back that, that should suit uh, his overall uh, mindset of doing things with, with offensive football. All the way down to the hulking Alabama running back. Although, I don't know that anybody's going to watch the film side-by-side and confuse Najee Harris for Derrick Henry.
3: Are they uh, Are they going to pick up the fifth year option on Najee? I know... Uh, you know, art kind of danced around that. Are they going to do that this year off season?
2: Yeah, I, I think so. And I don't know, I don't know that we asked him. I, that might've been in his one-on-one with uh, Rob King on the, Steelers I think it was, website. I think it was. Yeah. Which, I mean, the skeptic in me always just kind of says you, you sort of know what questions are coming in the uh, controlled sit down from, uh, from your own studio. Right. But uh, that was interesting that that was brought up and he didn't really lean heavily one way or the other, but, uh, you would be surprised if they didn't bring him back, not only because of the way Najee played at the end of the season, but I think, uh, he also allows Jalen Warren to, uh, to, to be that fastball that other teams, you know, struggle to deal with the change of pace sometimes. So they do complement each other. Well,
0: this is the best thing I've read about this hire, Brian, you tell me if you agree. I was, I was just mentioning okay. to Ron when they made that little playoff run in Tennessee, I think. Uh, the, was it the first year where they knocked out Brady and then they beat the yeah. Ravens and lost to the Chiefs? Tannehill was going like 7 for 14 for 80 yards in playoff games. It was basically turn in hand to Derrick Henry. Trey Essex, former Steeler.
4: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023.
0: This hire just tells me they see Kenny's limitations and want to emphasize the run game and take as much as they can off the QB's plate, hoping to recreate what was in Tennessee. The problem with that is, Trey Essex said, despite a few playoff wins, there was a hard ceiling with Tennessee. And I would agree with that, that that there's a hard ceiling here too. You?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it uh, probably what Trey is getting at here. And, and I don't know that I could poke many holes in it. It's sort of a short-sighted approach. How do you get the most out of the, the third-year quarterback that you have now and sort of realizing his limitations. But do you need to take a more longer-term view of the offensive uh, future of the Steelers at this point. That, that's what makes these hires tricky. Um, you know, that's sort of it. But it's more of the same, the, the state that the Steelers have been in for four, five, six years of, you know, w- we need everything to go right to sort of catch these halves in the AFC and the powers that be, the quarterbacks who are just superhuman, versus maybe trying to find that guy of your own. That's that's much easier said than done. And yet, uh, you know what what's the end game there? How high is your ceiling when you're operating that way? Um, I know you can't just tear it down, and you probably don't want to do that when you feel like you've got players like T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick in their prime, Cam Hayward on the tail end of it, but um, that's maybe it's a you know, one step forward, uh, and two steps back. Well, I
3: think you said it well, and I, I've used this before in other situations. Everything has to go right. When does everything go right? It just doesn't, right? I mean, there's yeah, I mean, injuries
2: the this year. Their their margin for error. It doesn't even matter because Mahomes just takes over when they need him to. Right,
3: right, right. But the Steelers don't have that guy.
2: Clearly, yeah. don't and, have that guy. Yeah, and Josh Allen can kind of do a lot of the same for the bills. So, yeah, I mean, the, the the Titans did sort of catch lightning in a bottle there a little bit. I mean, I I hesitate to say like, Hey, a bounce goes their way. Maybe they do finish the job and you're talking much differently about that whole uh, situation and Arthur Smith himself. But yeah, uh, it's, it's a hire that I, I can't, I can't really blame anybody if they feel like they're pounding their head against the wall and saying, Same old Steelers, but a lot of this was indeed telegraphed by Mike Tomlin and and Art Rooney when they said previous play-calling experience. I I suppose the next step will be Smith building out his staff. How much does he bring around uh, his own guys from Nashville and Atlanta versus do the Steelers maybe do something un-Steelers-like and try to bring in sort of a hotter name as a passing game coordinator or some sort of other elevated title to get a better quarterback's coach in here to sort of marry the two, uh, you know, the two approaches. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here.
0: Thank you for taking the time, Dr. Backo. Goodbye.
2: No problem. See you guys.
0: Goodbye. Brian back with the post Gazette. Uh, uh, the finality of that. Goodbye. Um, Yeah, it sure sounds like the Steelers are trying to insulate their quarterback rather than feature him. When you draft a guy 20th overall, that ain't a good state to be in.
3: Not in year three. Going into year three.
0: They're looking to ins- They're looking to have playoff games where Ryan Tannehill goes 7 for 14 for 80 yards, but they still win because of a running game. That's what it seems like to me. That would seem to be the attraction to Arthur Smith is, you know, insulate your quarterback. You know, the most Make up for your quarterback rather than feature him.
3: The most amazing thing about Art, Artie, Arthur Smith... His dad started FedEx. Yeah. Wow!
0: Wouldn't you just collect the money and live on an oh island,
3: Ron? God. I'd like to know what he's worth. His dad, I'm talking
0: about. Yeah, I know. I'm and just passing it on to
3: his that. son. You know, when we had John Burton on, he said, he's a self-made man. He didn't have to do all this in football. Wow. My, my dad was a steel worker, and I loved him to death. I wouldn't have minded having a little of that FedEx money.
0: Me neither. Maybe you can get some. Maybe. Get to know Artie, Ron, and maybe he'll give you money. Coming up, let's get your thoughts on this hire. We've spoken enough. How about you? Does this excite you? Do you think this is the way to go? Is this a smart hire? The process where they only talked to three people. Really, it seems like they talked to two with no intention of hiring either. So they had probably two guys targeted, Zach Robinson and Artie Smith. Two guys. Might not be a bad thing if you get the right guy. Who cares, right? 412-928-9370. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron?
3: Joe, I want to talk to you about Mr. Reuter Plumbing. Yeah, you hear me talk about it every single day. That's because I have so much respect for the company that Bob Beale has built. I think it's the number one plumbing company in Pittsburgh. I love their slogan. It comes right from Bob Beale, uh, and I can't say it much better. Uh, We're Mr. Reuter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. That about sums it up pretty well. Write the number down so you have it handy. Man, you'd hate to have a plumbing emergency in the middle of the night and be looking for a number. If you have it right by your phone, 412-Rooter2, 412-Rooter2. Now I'm dating myself. I put it in your cell phone. Nobody has a phone anymore in their kitchen. Put it in your phone, Mr. Rooter, 412-Rooter2. Check out the website, Pittsburgh.com. 21, almost 21 years in this market, 50 trucks out on the road every single day. Um, you can't help but see them going to somebody's home to fix a broken water heater, maybe somebody's business to fix up a backed-up sewer. They've been doing it for almost 21 years. The number again, 412-ROOTER-2. It is Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing.
0: What's cooking brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Man. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Very kindly. Also brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Call 412-REUTER-2.
3: thank you, Mr. Reuter.
0: Extra kindly. Coming up here, the 50-minute mark on the fan, and that's brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Arthur Smith, Tom Palacero, NFL Network, um, saying that he is the Steelers' next offensive coordinator. So let's get your reaction out there on the fan hotline. Sean, let's go to the phones.
2: All right, we will go to Robin O'Hara, who has been very patient
0: to chime in. Thank you, Rob, for being patient.
5: Uh, No problem. Well, first thing I want to say is happy Groundhog Day. It always seems to come a little bit earlier in Pittsburgh. You know, once again, the Steelers are taking a titanic approach. And by that, I mean, like you said earlier, just shuffling the chairs around. I look at what's going to go down next year. You you have the receivers that are both playing for contracts. And it's just going to be a lot of dysfunction. They're already uh, complaining that they want uh, Rudolph to be the quarterback. And I don't think that – well, I mean, even if he comes back, that's not going to happen. This obsession with playing Kenny Pickett is just beyond belief. And I just see a big team mutiny going down next year.
0: But did bring up one thing, and that is that AJ Brown was not especially happy in Tennessee. That ended poorly. Ron and I just discussed, you know, George Pickens is the most talented guy in this offense. Deontay actually had a pretty good end to the season. Are the receivers going to be featured in this kind of offense to the extent that they are satisfied? Ron, I look at A.J. Brown from his years in Tennessee, and I wonder, I wonder about that. Although he did have a couple thousand-yard seasons under Arthur Smith, but it wasn't like the explosion years. He went to Philly, and he has 106 catches for 1,400. And that's what these guys want. No doubt. They, they, they don't want to be part of an offense that is intended to insulate and hide the play, quarterback.
3: A play-action-based, they want somebody to throw the ball down the field. And I don't know that they have that guy. Was, would Tannehill be that guy?
0: No. Is he better than Mason? I'm not sure. At this point. Maybe, yeah. Maybe better than both these guys. Maybe. but, not, but not again, a ton better. But But, Ron, I think if you give Mason Michael blanking Jordan, in the same backfield, which was Derrick Henry, then everything revolves off of that. Like I said, Tannehill had a year of 27 TDs and 12 picks in Miami. He was decent when they got him, and he had a great year. But he had Michael Jordan, okay? And everything worked off that. I remember, as I'm sure many of you do, watching games where it would be Derrick Henry just going off and then all of a sudden, a play action, and Tannehill's back there with all day to throw and about eight wide-open receivers. Why? Because of Derrick Henry. That's why. And you can't deny, people cannot deny that that this man is being brought in to insulate and hide the quarterback, not feature him with a sophisticated passing game. Maybe that's smart, but it surely it surely doesn't speak well to what the ceiling is around here.
3: No, you know, and, and I, I guess they're thinking is, you know, Najee and Warren aren't Derrick Henry, but they're thinking they can still run the ball well enough to open up that play-action passing game. But I just want to know who's going to develop the quarterback or who the quarterback's going to be.
0: I want to know if George Pickens is going to enjoy himself next year and if he's going to be fully featured. He's the best player on their offense. Does this hire put him in position to be fully featured? I don't know about that. He may want to make a call to A.J. Brown about his time in Tennessee. And, and as you said, Deontay,
3: too. Same situation. We had John Burton on. He said, in Tennessee, they did a lot with the tight ends. Maybe Friar will like this better. Maybe Mount At Washington will here. get
0: involved, Ron. Maybe. Up next. Who's next, Sean? We got J.P. I don't know if it's your J.P. or not, but we got J.P. Hello, J.P. Hi, guys. Thanks for
5: taking my Enjoy the show. I won't say in which direction, but I enjoy it that much. Thank you. Uh, I like your last comment. This guy was brought in to insulate and hide the quarterback. I'll go one step further. This guy was brought in to hold the quarterback harmless. Whatever happens next year, when Pickett flops, and I it's a shame they need three years to realize this. When he flops, it's going to be Smith's fault. Maybe by association, fans and talk show hosts will also blame Tomlin and Rooney for bringing him in. But once again, the one person who is not going to be, you know, uh, properly evaluated to say anything is going to be Pickett.
3: Uh, JP, I disagree now, with that. I think at this point in his third year, the pressure's on him. And I don't think Arthur Smith will be blamed. You know, because the offense has to be better than what it was under Matt Canada. And if Pickett doesn't show
0: significant improvement, I think, I think he'll face the consequences. He might be blamed if Rudolph's here and he then fails, though. I agree with Ron in this much, sir, and we appreciate the call, that if Pickett fails, that's not going to be on, our, on Artie Smith. And in fact, Pickett will be benched and buried if he fails early in the season. Tom has already shown he, has, that he'll do he that. has no inhibition about doing that. But if Rudolph comes in and fails, does worse than he did at the end of last season under our friend Sully, then Artie Smith will come under fire. He's going to come under fire if the offense stinks for the whole year. no doubt. I mean, But not necessarily... It's
3: one of the three most scrutinized jobs in Pittsburgh. Quarterback, coach, offensive coordinator.
0: No doubt. And Tomlin, of course, has skated here on Matt Canada. Uh, It's, you know, boy, we're we're getting impatient here, Art Rooney said, and uh, he included himself. It's him and Tomlin getting impatient. Mike made the move on... Matt Canada, and Michael do the hiring here. So this is, again, a Tomlin hire, and I would argue it's their third straight extremely uninspiring offensive coordinator. I could be proven very wrong. We have a, we have a very tiny sample size, as they say, of Arthur Smith as a coordinator. Now, he was brought in to revamp Atlanta's offense, too. I mean, he was the guy, right? That's Did why he call you, the plays there? That's why you bring him in. I don't know, but he certainly hired the coordinator, he was brought in to deliver a high-powered indoor offense with guys like Pitts and Bijan Robinson and whoever else they have, and he failed miserably in that. You know, I heard people saying the other day, oh, Cliff Kingsbury, you don't want to hire him because he, he had a bad head coaching tenure with Patrick Mahomes and in the NFL. Okay, if you're going to apply that standard to Cliff Kingsbury, who I have no idea why they wouldn't interview, with his background with quarterbacks, then apply the same standard to Arthur Smith and make his head coaching tenure matter. I tend to lean more toward uh, the head coaching tenure. Shouldn't be the primary consideration, Ron, but in in this case, you have a hotshot coordinator you bring in to revamp an offense, and and nothing happened. And he didn't get it done. At least under Kingsbury in Arizona, Kyler Murray was pretty damn electric his rookie year. I think that's why he was rookie of the year, right? Pretty good indication of it, right. We'll take. Well, we don't have time for one more, Sean. You've done a wonderful job. Sean,
3: don't call me Seth. You did a great job, even though he called you Seth a few times today.
0: I think Ron had a decent show, and uh, (laughs) I was terrible. Thank you for damning me with praise, there. Ron, have a wonderful evening. Joe, go get a. Are you going to go for a cheeseburger? You're hungry, aren't you? Yeah, or a slice of pizza.
3: Thank you. Joe, I'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Who do we got tomorrow? Uh, The big boy and Bob Pompiani will be with us all day tomorrow.
0: Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Joe. Uh, fan weather. Did I mention that already, Sean? Uh, 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado at SunChevy, sunchevy.com. Cloudy today, high of 44, chances of snow overnight. Our thanks to the fine folks here at Bowser Chevrolet and Monroeville, Studio B, just an awesome place to do a show from. Ron and I had a very nice time again, and we thank everybody here at bowser happy super bowl to all who celebrate from fanduel in partnership with valley forge america's number one sports book if you're like me super bowl sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets let's look at some individual players isaiah pacheco assuming he's healthy and ready to go this dude in his postseason career now is up to about 90 all-purpose yards per game he's good He's not Christian McCaffrey, but he might be a very good bet. Which players will score, how many points will be scored, etc.? It's all there for you. You'll get two hundred and dollars, two hundred dollars in bonus bets. If your first bet of five dollars or more wins, just visit fanduel.com slash Starkey to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash Starkey. 21 plus present in Pennsylvania, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.
4: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.